He was known throughout the system as the embodiment of soullessness. And, insofar as he had ever been known to show emotion or feeling before any undergraduate, he seemed to glory in his repute of being the most pitilessly rigid disciplinarian that earth had ever known. His thick white hair was roached fiercely upward into a stiff pompadour. His left eye was artificial, and his face bore dozens of tiny thread-like scars, for not even the marvelous plastic surgery of that age could repair entirely the ravages of space combat. Also, his right leg and left arm, although practically normal to all outward seeming, were in reality largely products of science and art instead of nature. Kinnison faced, then, this reconstructed potentate, saluted crisply, and snapped, Sir, Class Five reports to the Commandant. Take your post, sir. The veteran saluted as punctiliously, and as he did so, a semicircular desk rose about him from the floor, a desk whose most striking feature was an intricate mechanism surrounding a splint-like form. Number one, Kimball Kennison, von Hohendorf barked. Front and center, march. The oath, sir. Before the omnipotent witness, I promise never to lower the standard of the galactic patrol, Kinnison said reverently, and, bearing his arm, thrust it into the hollow form. From a small container labeled Number One, Kimball Kinnison, the Commandant shook out what was apparently an ornament, a lenticular jewel fabricated of hundreds of tiny, dead-white gems. Taking it up with a pair of insulated forceps, he touched it momentarily to the bronzed skin of the arm before him, and at that fleeting contact, a flash as of many-colored fire swept over the stones. Satisfied? He dropped the jewel into a recess provided for it in the mechanism, which at once burst into activity. The forearm was wrapped in thick insulation, molds and shields snapped into place, and there flared out an instantly suppressed flash of brilliance intolerable. Then the molds fell apart, the insulation was removed, and there was revealed the lens. Clasped to Kinnison's brawny wrist by a bracelet of imperishable, almost unbreakable metal in which it was embedded, it shone in all its lambent splendor, no longer a whitely inert piece of jewelry, but a lenticular polychrome of writhing, almost fluid radiance, which proclaimed to all observers in symbols of ever-changing flame that here was a lensman of the Galactic Patrol. In similar fashion, each man of the class was invested with the symbol of his rank. Then the stern-faced commandant touched a button, and from the bare metal floor there arose deeply upholstered chairs, one for each graduate. "'Fall out!' he commanded, then smiled, almost boyishly. The first intimation any of the class ever had that the hard-boiled old tyrant could smile." and went on in a strangely altered voice. "'Sit down, men, and smoke up. We have an hour in which to talk things over, and now I can tell you what it is all about. 
Each of you will find his favorite refreshment in the arm of his chair. No, there's no catch to it, he continued in answer to amazedly doubtful stares, and lighted a huge black cigar of Venerian tobacco as he spoke. You are landsman now. Of course you have yet to go through the formalities of commencement, but they don't count. Each of you really graduated when his lens came to life.'